Welcome to the Raw Songwriting Podcast, New Year's edition. I'm going to be talking to uh, as many of the guests that uh, were willing to come uh, from previous episodes to talk about, A, what was the their favorite song that they wrote in 2020, and then get an idea of what their plans are for 2021. Today we have John Bunsley, Perry Adams, Fenno Sullivan, Susan Veet Heslin, Bill Nash, Jeannie Macadera, Terry Sunflower, and BJ Suter. Welcome to the show, everybody. Hey. hey well, thank you. Hi. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year. All right. So, all right. I'm so glad that so many of you were able to make it. This is awesome. I just, you know, this has been an absolute joy this year to to be doing this podcast uh, and to be able to hang out with you guys again. I know it's been uh, it's just been such a quiet year. Uh, it's been so hard to get together and this has been, um, kind of a lifeline for me and, uh, it just really has been wonderful hanging out with you, you all again, and also being able to hear some great music and, uh, yeah, yeah. Thanks for coming back. Why don't well, we thanks jump? for inviting us. Yeah. Hey, thanks for having us. You bet. Yeah. You bet. <laughs> Woo. All right. <laughs> Happy new year. Okay. That's what 2020 does, right? That, oh, I know. Yeah, 2020 is. Uh, we're all completely socially awkward. We're all completely socially awkward now. <laughs> <laughs> well, Zoom has its own uh, its yeah. own rules of engagement when it comes to yeah. socializing. So, yeah. um, all well, right. You don't have to wear trousers if you're not on the camera. <laughs> that's, that's true. Everybody is on camera here, but I'll be honest with you. I, I'm fine if you're not wearing trousers as it is. So. All right, we're gonna let's jump jump right into it. Uh, John Bunsley has has very graciously offered to go first, and uh, uh, John. Oh, and what we're gonna do is we're gonna listen to everybody's song, which they thought was the best song that they wrote this year, and uh, then we'll we'll talk about how it was made and and then uh, where they're gonna be going in twenty twenty one. So, John, take it away. I mean, uh, thank you, David. Thank you very much, and I think it's. Uh... You're welcome. Really cool that you're doing this podcast, and thank you for including me in it. And howdy to everybody else. Um, before we get started on this, I have to say that that uh, your request to pick my favorite song that I wrote in in 2020 was a dead end street. Um, so I just picked one. Um, I picked one that uh, is fairly recent. I think I wrote this two weeks ago. To be honest with you, I've been writing a song a week for 21 weeks, and I'm a little confused. I don't remember them all or when they all happened. <laughs> but I think this one was a couple of weeks ago. I will say that I picked it. Um, I do like it. Um, and I picked it because there's a funny little story about how it came about. Should I tell that now or later? Uh, it's up to you, man. Well, so... I have been I have been writing a lot. Come on in. I have been writing a lot. Uh, that's one of those new doorbells, isn't it? <laughs> I thought anyway. I have been writing a lot more than I normally do lately, and uh, a lot of solo writes. But I have gotten together with a few people and done some co-writing. And I recently did a co-write with a with a great friend of mine, Susan Marie Reeves. And I I um I don't know what's up with me, but I brought three ideas into into the co-write: two musical ideas and a lyrical idea. And uh, I played this 
this little guitar part that, that had popped into my head for her. And I said, now, if you don't want to use this one, that's okay, because I'm going to write something out of it anyway. And she picked the ukulele part. So uh, that, that uh, next couple of days later is when I wrote the tune and I picked, I used that little musical idea. So this song started with absolutely zero lyrical ideas, zero uh, concept, just music. And, and then it became a song called Whole with a W.
more background you want to give on the song or how did you well you know i mean i've written a few songs in this little period that um kind of i i, I sort of went to them after i wrote them to try to figure out what the heck i actually wrote which is you know it's all good um and i guess uh i guess i would say that 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 uh, the the thread that I've been feeling is uh, I've been writing a lot of emotional stuff, and I've been writing a lot of stuff about loss. And I somehow feel like right now a lot of people can relate to those two things, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, Absolutely. Well, they've been very good for you. But by the way, John. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Bill. That's okay. I was just saying, COVID has been very good to you, John. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? I, I definitely have a title that, that's going to come out here sometime soon. It's called Silver Lining. I don't know when that yeah. one will hit the, the deck, but uh, I've definitely been thinking about that and talking to a lot of other people about it, you know. So now you have a, a really convenient YouTube playlist of all the videos, and that's what I do. I kind of fall behind, but then I go catch up and listen to like seven or eight of them in a row. And they're just excellent. I mean, there's just Thank you. high quality all the way through. And anybody who's listening here, definitely go look up John Bunsley and Cafe Con Leche, uh, that playlist, and just it, it's it's a good, uh, nice uh, afternoon or something that you want to listen to it. It'd be a good time. It's 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 a bunch of good stuff. And are are there any people in the group today that are into numbers? Any numerologists of any uh, size, shape, or form? I got a numerology. Okay. That's okay. (laughs) More mathematics than numerology, but sure. (laughs) Because, because here's what I figured out. So the song that I wrote uh, last was my 21st song Mm -hmm. and uh, I'll write one, you know, in a couple of days here. And I was thinking of writing it on Thursday and I thought, no, I'm going to wait until Friday and make it my first song of the new year. Mm -hmm. And that way I can say 21 in 20 which to me is using the best that you have while looking forward. Mm-hmm. Love it. That's great. Awesome. That may that. or may not make any sense, but it does to me. So. That sounds good. Sure. It sounds good. Uh, whether it makes sense or not, it sounds good. Um, well, so so I know you, you said, I think when we, we met before, you were saying it's like you kind of want to just write a song a week for the rest of your life. I mean, what, what are your plans for just this coming year for 2021? You know, I've been thinking about a little bit. Um, the fact of the matter is I had no plan for 2020. Well, I did have one, but it, it completely went away. And what I actually did was not from a plan, but more from just 
it just happened. I just was doing things and it, it fell into a, 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 a groove, you know? So, I mean, I was thinking about, well, you know, maybe I shouldn't do it in January. Maybe I should do this. Maybe I should do that. So the conclusion I came to is I, I'm not going to make any decisions. I'm not going to make any plans, but I know one thing for certain. Um, 2021, I am definitely going to be focusing on recording. Um, I feel like I wrote a bunch of tunes. The, the, the recordings that I made of them are raw videos made right after I finished the song, which is great. There's a coolness to that. There's an energy to that. But it's not a finished product. You know, it's not a recorded song. So actually, earlier today, I put some items on my credit card <laughs> and created some tax um, write-offs for my 2020 tax thing and bought um, a couple of things to, to sort of up my game in the recording world. Um, and I'm hoping that uh, that will be something that I put a lot of energy into as the year flows by. And what the hell? You know, the thing about the writing thing is I've always looked at writing on a regular basis as something that was scary to me, something that I couldn't do, something that was fine for other people, but not my thing. I have been having, honestly, so much fun. Um, one of the things I like about writing every week is that I can write songs that I would never, ever, ever write otherwise. I can follow something that I go, I am not sure. I'm not sure, but I'm going to do it anyway. And, you know, some of them aren't the greatest, and some of them are songs that you go, I can't believe I was going to stop writing that song, you know? So, yeah, maybe I will. I don't know. Thank you, John. Thank you. That was, uh, once again, what was the name of that song? That one's called Hole, with a W. All right, and that's from uh, John. I mean, you got to say that, because everyone's like, what? Hole with a W, yes. Are yes. you into Courtney Love or something? Yeah, I know. That's what? right. They're going to think it's a grunge band thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and so you can find that song on Cafe Con Leche, uh his uh playlist that he has on youtube and also on facebook and uh yeah it's worth the follow it's worth the follow-up so all right we've got uh perry adams next perry welcome back hi thank you thanks for having me so did you want to say anything before we play your song i think we were going to play find me off of your uh yeah. your album whiskey aftermath yes so um you your request to say what our favorite song was that we wrote this year um the only song that i've written for myself this year was the christmas one i wrote with you guys what like two weeks ago <laughs> so um we we just decided to do one from the album that i released in april yeah which is whiskey aftermath um so um i mean I feel like all of these songs are my babies and it's really hard to choose a favorite, but um, as I was looking through the list, um, Find Me just always grabs me emotionally. Um, so we went with that one. We're gonna listen to the song Find Me by Perry Adams off of the album Whiskey Aftermath. Dressed how you'd think 
Gorgeous. 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 Yeah. And, and I, I love I love that you use the word meat cute uh, in there too. <laughs> I, does there, how many people here know? Does everybody know what a meat cute is? Yeah. Okay. So cute. I caught that though. That was very cute. <laughs> if you have ever seen the, the movie The Holiday, you know what a meat cute is. Mm. <laughs> I'm a That's little worried. Perry. I'm a little worried that each song that we listen to today is going to be competition to get me to cry harder and harder. Oh. <laughs> no. no, I thought that was really touching. That's really, uh, I, uh, there's a lot of emotion in that for sure. I, I do want to Certainly. remind everybody that, that if you cry, that's absolutely great drama for our show. <laughs> 
people will love that. The audience will love that. So be sure to cry loudly if you do. And if we don't, you know, you can go out and get some cry tracks and bring them on in. That's right. We'll 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 put it in post production. Yeah. The audience will love it. The songwriter will love it. Yes. Yes. Can I just have everybody cry on uh, at the count of three, real quick? One, two, three. Uh, (laughs) Okay. Cut. Cut. No. All right. That's enough. <laughs> Perry, talk about the song. What, what, how did this come about? How did you write this wonderful song? Um, so it actually started um, with a one of the classes at song school. Um, uh, it was uh, Bonnie. And right now her last name is escaping Hayes. me. Hayes. Yeah, Bonnie Hayes. Hayes. <laughs> um, we were talking about different um uh song forms and uh she's just brilliant so she had brought up a song uh by sarah borellis and i'm a big fan of sarah borellis um and um uh uh which which song was it It was manhattan by sarah borellis um i was like i wonder if i could write a song in that same form um and so um I think I didn't mean for it to be as sad as it is, um, but I mean, uh, my love life is sad, exactly like that song. So <laughs> <laughs> that might be a reason I, why it's, uh, <laughs> yes. it feels a little personal too. <laughs> I um, I write from personal experiences most of the time. <laughs> so um, yeah, so I, I wanted to write a song in that form. And so um, I had gotten uh, sort of the, the little piano thing together and, and I sat down to write the, the rest of the verses. And um, I'm usually a write the lyrics and the melody first and then figure out the rest, but I knew that I needed to write lyrics in that form. So I did write the, the lyrics in the form. And I think I only did like one verse and the chorus first, figured out what I wanted the melody to be and then got the the background piano stuff. Cause I knew I wanted it to be on piano too. Um, uh, Cause I do ukulele as well, but um, so my, my more, like my more emotional songs are on piano even though I I not so secretly really want to write the saddest ukulele song ever because it's it's just such a happy instrument yeah (laughs) (laughs) yes so um that's how that one was born you know that's Oh, go ahead, Bill. I have two things for you. Number one, I've not heard your voice sound as good as this on this recording, so it's come oh. along. Really well. The other thing is, did you do the harmony parts on there for with yourself? Or I okay. did, yes. I kind yes. of felt you did because you always kind of know it's like a sibling thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of great. So, Thank yeah. you. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Harry, I was. I, I love the bridge. Oh, oh yeah. thank you, thank you. That um. That one took me a minute to figure out. Um, and I wanted it to be soaring. And I I felt like I did that. You and, did that. Um, yes. 
I, I feel like when I do something soaring like that, I then get nervous to play it in public. Because then I'm like, oh, crap, am I going to hit it? Am I? <laughs> of course you're going to hit it, Barry. Come on. <laughs> I've, got, I've gotten better at it, so I'm not so nervous about that song anymore. But, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So what uh, I've... Have you have you tried that? I mean, that song sounds so perfect for like a movie or something. Have you done much work trying to get licensing on any of your stuff? No, that was one of my goals. Um, well, I had signed up for two different courses this year, um, which I paid for and haven't taken yet. So, yeah, I mean, I, I paid for them in like, Jan no, it was in March. I paid for them. And then uh, uh, I yeah. um, really have been feeling the overwhelm of 2020. And so I just haven't done them yet. They're there for me whenever I'm ready. Then it's not like they're going away. But um, I, yeah, so yes, yeah. That, is, that, that is one of my goals for 2021 is to uh -huh. actually complete those courses and uh, do some licensing stuff. So I feel like that would be perfect in a Hallmark movie. Uh, absolutely, yes. absolutely. Yes, it would. Well, you know, hey, I was I was wondering, and actually after our discussion for the, the holiday episode, I was thinking it might be kind of fun to do like a short film just built around uh, like one of those Christmas songs or just any of the songs, you know? I mean, that oh, probably sure. would work with everybody here um you know not just a music video but like a you know a short like a 15 minute thing that just happens to feature your own you know your music and the themes that are you know talked about in it so i mean i feel like it's a totally plausible plot structure for a hallmark type movie yeah yeah well so what what are there any other uh uh goals that you have for 2021 or new year's um, resolutions well, I, I mean, I don't do resolutions. I do, um, I do how I want to feel and mm. um, how, like the things that I want to accomplish with those feelings. Um, now, I don't usually accomplish all the things, um, but uh, I, make, I make myself a little um, vision board, a digital vision board. Okay. Because <laughs> I... I just don't want to kill trees by buying magazines. That's my one like tree hugging hippie sure. thing. I don't want to, I don't want to kill the trees. I just, I want to keep those alive so that we can still have oxygen. I, that's a great idea though. I mean, you just use photo. I mean, what, I mean, do you use Photoshop or Google drawing or what, what, how do you, how do you put I, them together? I use a thing. What is it called? It's like it, house something. It's an app. On, there's on an that. app for that there, there is an app for that you betcha there is um yeah it's like house something vision board yeah oh it's actually like it's called like um it is called a vision board it's the it's all these different um because i mean you can make a million different vision boards uh and you can make them very you know like a particular slice of something that you want to do. Um, now I just make mine for the year <laughs> and I, I usually give my year a theme, but I haven't, I haven't quite figured that out yet. But the, the main thing is that I will create a vision board for myself. 
um, probably in the first week of January. And um, uh, I, I do have the four things that I want to feel. I want to feel love. I want to feel um, affluent. I want to feel free. And I want to feel creative. Those are my four things. Awesome. That's fantastic. Like that. that sound excellent. Well, three of those you can knock out of the park. Good luck with affluence. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the licensing comes in. Yeah. Oh, That's amen. Where the licensing oh, yeah. comes in. <laughs> well, to help you along, is there? Uh, do you want to guide people to your website or to where they can buy your album or any other, or just throw money at you? Absolutely. Um, uh, my albums. Um, are available on my website, perryadams.com. Um, you can also get them on any of the streaming and downloading sites, um, uh, iTunes, Apple Music, Amazon, Spotify, all the things. Uh, Bandcamp for those who are uh, who love Bandcamp. But um, yeah, um, Perry Adams, the new album that was released in April is Whiskey Aftermath. All right. And John, it occurs to me that I forgot to ask you for your, uh, uh, to give out your website and all that stuff. Do you want to give that out? Well, you I'll gave just... out my, my, my your YouTube, your YouTube page and stuff, but, but, the, but I mean, do you want to, you know, you have albums, you got a bunch of albums. So maybe give out your, uh, your website I have or something. Four. You know how you know that? <laughs> Cause the fourth one is called four. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, B U N Z L I. One of the good things about having a weird name is you're not going to have any trouble whatsoever finding my music if you really want to look for it. G O O G L E B U N Z L I. Thank you. All right, next up, we've got. Finn O'Sullivan. Finn, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. So Finn, yeah, okay, we got a song here uh, these days that you wanted to uh, put out here as one of your favorites of the year. Do you want to say anything before we play it? Um, I don't know. This one was actually one that I wrote like kind of early January. It was, I guess, like one of the first songs that I wrote this year. Um, but uh, it's it's one that I keep coming back to. It's one that I'm like that I've recorded over this year that I hope to release soon. So I decided I'd share it. <laughs> and and this is one that you, I know last time you had brought in one that was, uh, uh, had been recorded by a professional producer. And then the other one you did, which sounded really great, you would put together yourself. And is this one that you, you produced yourself? It is not, no. <laughs> no, okay, okay. So uh, this song here is These Days by Finn O'Sullivan.
So, so talk to us about it. What, how did you uh, put this sucker together? Yeah, um, I think this one kind of started with the little guitar part that you hear kind of in the verses and um, in between uh, that I came up with. And then, I don't know, when I was writing it, um, I think like the first couple of verses were, it, it, it's not a song that's like based on me or anything that I've experienced. It's more just about an idea that I had. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, and I think the first couple of verses are a little bit like, like snapshot glimpses into um, like these people or like these characters' lives. Um, Cause I've always been kind of interested in that idea of like noticing the little things that don't necessarily seem important in the moment, but looking back on them, they kind of stick with you. Um, I think like the, the song itself is about 
like memories and life and death and just kind of like all of that and how it's kind of all one big circle in a way, I guess. <laughs> well, I like that line about the future and the past there. That was, that was a really great, that one really stood out to me. It did uh, for well, me as well. Me too. I was going to say that. Is it silly if I ask? That was just, that was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I loved your percussion choice. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that happened um, when I, I, I went to the studio. I, that wasn't me. Um, I, I had a different. Oh, that's okay. But he was, um, he just did like these little claps and me and uh, the producer I was working with were both kind of like, I like just the one, like we don't have to add anything else. Yeah. Kind of like a little bit lonely, simple. Yeah. <laughs> Who was the producer, just out of curiosity? Uh, John McVeigh. Oh. Yeah. Wait, John, John who? McVeigh. John McVeigh. Wait, oh, wait, yeah. wait. John McVeigh of, like, Fleetwood Mac? No. That's <laughs> McVeigh. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry. John McVeigh of Boulder, Colorado. Yeah. Okay, sorry, 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 sorry. Okay. John, Mc, John McVeigh. Does he John still... Is it still Coop Studios that he works in, or? No, he actually he yeah, has he his did. own. It's called Cinder Sound Studios. Um, oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, it's in Longmont. It's super cool. He's a great guy. Oh, nice. He is a nice great guy. guy. Uh, yeah. Did a good job there. He's one of the four men job. on this earth that have kissed me on the lips and lived to tell about it. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't remember doing it. <laughs> Bill, do you want to give he us did. some more details? What what happened there? <laughs> good. Okay. Uh, Vance Gilbert, I kiss every year at, at song school, and because he just he loves to shock everybody, and he comes right up with them big old lips, and he comes smacks on me, looks around for somebody, and says, "What? You never saw two men kiss?" <laughs> Love him. Uh, Tom Prasad Rao was one of them, and the other was a, a little young man who uh, doesn't really play music anymore, called Don Conascenti. Don was the winner of the songwriting contest in 1998 at. at at Rocky Mountain. All right. My four right. kisses. Well, there. Make <laughs> so, that story. Well, that could good. be a okay. song. <laughs> My, four My four kisses. Yeah. I didn't mean to take over. But no, that's, that's a, no, no, that's not a, well, that's a, that's a great sounding song there, Finn. So you said you're going to put it out on an album sometime soon, you think? Is yeah, this... I'm planning on releasing an EP. I have like six songs that I've been working on with uh, with John. Um, oh, great. That was one of them. I think I'm going to call it these days. So. Oh, yeah. excellent. Excellent. When do you think that might be out? I have no idea. <laughs> but sometime in 2021. Yeah. So that would count as part of your... Well, so what, let's let's talk about your goals for 2021. What are your plans? Yeah, um, so I've, like, along with that, I've been working on writing, uh, like, a full album this year, kind of starting in the summer. Um, and I have a tendency to kind of start projects and then uh, ditch them. So my goal is to not do that and to finish it. Um, <laughs> and I, I'm planning on, like, recording and producing it myself, um, mm. and hopefully putting it out this year. So that's a big goal for me. <laughs> Nice. That is a big goal. That is a big goal. <laughs> well, well, all right. Well, let's, uh, you know, uh, you know, anytime you're producing something, you're going to need, uh, you're going to need some scratch. So do you have any, uh, you want to direct anybody to your uh, website or any type of uh, ways for people to throw money at you or buy merchandise? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my website is finosullivanmusic.com. Um, 
I, you can listen to my music anywhere you stream music online. You can also buy CDs from my website if you want to be cool and still listen. <laughs> um. Oh, that's who buys CDs these days, the cool kids. Uh-huh. You, know, you know what? I still buy CDs, but I don't really have a CD player to play them. It's kind of funny, but, yeah. Um, yeah. but it's a physical souvenir, Same. you know? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, there's a whole, like, there are, like, lyrics inside. It's very exciting. Yeah, you know, that's the thing. Yeah, it's like, it's nice that you know i think half the, the the thing about getting like a cd is like the booklet you know yeah. just having that nicely designed booklet and being able to read that. artwork mm-hmm. yeah i oh, mean I, I cried when 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 we lost uh, lps not yeah. because of an audio issue because quite frankly i think that cds have a lot of advantages if they're made properly mm-hmm. but because of the loss of the artwork man i mean there are there are artists out mm-hmm. there whose entire career were started because they made covers for a band or something. What was that mm-hmm. guy who made, do you remember the band Yes? And they had all these amazing mm-hmm. covers. Sure. I think it was a dude named yeah. Roger Dean who then did all kinds of other stuff and did, um, anyway, I'm, I'm going off too now, sorry. But I <laughs> oh, love okay. the artwork. <laughs> well, I, I was going to say that uh, Valerie Bott uh, down in uh, in Niwot, um, mm-hmm. she, she actually puts together uh, just booklets of like lyric books. And they just have her lyrics in them. They're, you know, and I don't know if the CD comes along with them or not, but they're nice booklets and they just have all the artwork and the lyrics. And, you know, it's almost like that would be just as valuable as selling a physical CD. You know, if you had like a download. Don't get the music for free, but buy this little booklet from me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like that, well, man. You know, that sometimes like they say that. it's like it's it, the music is kind of the uh what with a loss leader almost uh i think right, is what right. they call it yeah. so all right well that was well well fantastic stuff there finn and uh Thanks. i'm looking forward to hearing your album next year so, <laughs> so that's much. that's great um all right well we got uh next up we have susan veet heslin susan welcome back well thank you david <laughs> All right, so the next song uh, is You Are Here by Susan Veet Heslin. Uh, Susan, do you have anything you want to say before we play it? Uh, no, I'm going to talk about it after. All right, okay. This is You Are Here by Susan Veet Heslin. Accept it one day it will all be 
Nice. Thank that, you. That nice. flip that you do in the chorus there, uh, that totally gets the da 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 da. da uh, that just uh, that's there's some cool cool stuff going on there. So, um, thanks. Well, well, so tell us here about uh, how you put this together. So uh, Terry knows all about this. Oh no, yeah, Terry from SWU, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes, I do. So we got an interesting prompt for this one, and I I write to prompts. That's like my thing. Um, the prompt was just accept it, and in this group um, you have to use the prompt verbatim so it has to be in your song just like it's written and uh, we also had to use a kenning which I didn't even know what a kenning was it's um, a figure of speech where two words are combined in order to form a poetic expression so I looked at all the kennings out there via Google and I found uncut thread which means a destiny to be fulfilled so I thought just accept it destiny to be fulfilled and I kind of just started writing about a character that, you know, something happened to um, a wrecking ball, you know, kind of messed up their life and they had to pick up the pieces and uh, figure out uh, how to carry on. Uh, they were had to do it by themselves. There was no one to tell them how to do it or to help them. They were kind of alone. And um, to me, it's a song of encouragement and hope and kind of celebrating getting through stuff. You know, you could interpret it from a COVID standpoint or a, a young person on a journey, you know, trying to get to where they need to go. So that's kind of where what I was thinking as I was writing it. I love the title, Susan, You Are Here, because it, it just makes me think of that little spot on the map, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's interesting, Terry. It's it's actually got two meanings in this song, which kind of just happened as I wrote it. So the You Are Here, obviously the map spot, or, you know, physically, this is what's happening in your life now. And then at the end that you didn't check out or quit, that you're still here, mm. which yeah. is, you know, a cool thing. And you know where you were, you know. And you celebrate where you are. It's a beautiful song. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Gorgeous. Physically beautiful as well. Yeah. Thank you. Um, it's in an alternate tuning for Bill. It's a <laughs> EGD uh, GBD. Hmm. Okay. And that's, I just got to say that that opening uh, metaphor, the re the extended metaphor with the wrecking ball thing, I thought that was really, that was a great hook, a lyrical hook. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Well, so what's next for you? What's going on in 2020? 2021, um, sorry. What's 2021. going on in 2021? <laughs> <laughs> Forget about 2020. 2020's in the past. Yes, yeah, that's... yeah, really, in a few days, yay. Yeah. Um, so for me, I think I want to, you know, I, I generate so many new songs, but I, I have a lot of songs that I haven't taken to a production level or a performance level. And I'd really like to go through my songs and figure out, you know, which ones are keepers, which ones are not. And the ones I want to keep, I want to take them, you know, to the finish line. Um, I also am doing home recording. So I have a love-hate relationship with my DOS. So I have to, you know, keep working on that and record. Um, and always to, you know, just improve writing and to do more co-writes, which is a real love of mine. All right. And do you have anything that you want to plug? Any, any websites or anything like that? All right. yeah, I'm out there on social media. Okay. Uh, all right. Oh, that was that was great. Thank, Thank you. you so much, Susan. Thank you. All right. Looks like we're going to listen to Wings of Geese by 
Bill Nash. Did you? And I guess if you want to say anything beforehand, go for it. Yeah, I'll say um, I've been living in Loveland, Colorado for the last uh, 14, 15 months. And my favorite thing about that place is the amazing flocks of Canadian geese that come over every day. And I missed them during the summer. And I thought, they're not coming back. And all the winter came. There they were. Anyway, uh, this is a co-write between me and my girlfriend, Susan. Susan is a poet. She's a true poet. And uh, I'm a musician. And sometimes I think about... 80% of what is in the song she wrote, and the other 20% was my musicality taking over and saying, here's what you got, we have to have this and this. And it, it came up pretty good. So this is called Wings of Geese. And this is in Diggity Gad. A flock of geese flies in a V formation High above my home throughout the day I sometimes find that I wish that I could join them But I am here on the ground with feet of clay Sometimes we don't stay the same forever Things happen and can change us where we stand If we're lucky with our lot, our hearts get bigger And we learn to grow and thrive right where we land On the wings of geese my soul leaves my window And I am perfect as I once was long ago no limits to this body or its shackles For I am flying on the wings of geese I go When I see those geese above me in a blue sky I wonder where they've been and where they'll go When the winds bring the bitter cold of winter They fly to places I will never know I know a woman who is living in a wheelchair She did all the things an active person does sickness came and took away her power and everything she ever thought she was but on moonlit nights her soul leaves her window and she is graceful as she once was long ago there is no limits to this body or its shackles for she is flying on the wings of geese she goes There are those who know our bodies don't define us It's what's inside that makes us who we are For when we carry love along this journey 
Although earthbound we will have traveled far And this story finds me joining many others As my body struggles just to walk or stand But in my dreams I'm moving like I once was And I'm looking for that one last place to land and on frosty nights my soul leaves my window I am just as I was once long ago There are no limits to this body or its shackles For I am flying on the wings of geese I go There are no limits to this body or its shackles For I am flying on the wings of geese I go All right. Get my tissue. <laughs> That's a powerful song, this, this, this one wins. This yeah. one wins. <laughs> yeah. It's been, it's been so much fun to to because I'm not lyric driven. I've been a musician for 48 years since I was a five year old. Jesus, five year old, I started playing music, and uh, I'm 63 now. So it's been almost almost 60 years that I've been doing this, and the music is the thing for me. But the lyrics always are more of a pulling teeth kind of thing, and but it's been great because she she really is good at what she does. And, and I'm really good at finding things, so. Well, that was, uh, I mean, the lyrics for that were great, but I do want to say that I think that your lyrics are usually pretty great for the ones that you've written all on your own. So, I mean, for somebody who's not <laughs> lyrically oriented, you're, you're pretty good at it. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. It's, I'm, I'm a recovering Catholic, so I can't take that much accolade. Really. <laughs> recovering Catholics, no. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But the melody match, matches the lyrics so well and is so moving. Thank, oh, thank you, Gil. You. No, you bet. My pleasure. I love doing it. Uh, um, we're uh, going to do more co-writes. We're going to do more co-writes, too, because I, I like writing songs. And usually I'm a one-song-a-year kind of guy. There was a time. Oh, really? I popped out a bunch. But uh, no, not as much anymore. And part of it's because of the guitar and what I do with it. I've been mm -hmm. teaching at Rocky Mountain Folks Festival Song School for the last 12 years. And I've been to 24 years of that of song school because I'm just addicted to it. But uh, those are the kind of things. Actually, I was uh, you were asking the question about the future or what, what's, what's, your, yeah. what's your plan. And I've told you, David, before that uh, I've, I've, been, I've had MS for 32 years. So I'm, my body is a mess, but it's it's. I can still sing. I can still use my hands. Obviously, I'm luckier than a lot of people that I know with MS. But my I went on disability in 2004 from Raytheon Texas Instruments. I was a computer jock, and uh, because I started having trouble with cognitive, I started having cognitive issues. And I went on disability in 2004. I got a really good package with my company, and it's going to run out May of next year, uh, 2022. Hmm. 
because they don't figure people that are disabled are going to live past 65, I guess. Hmm. But uh-huh. at that point, my income is going to be cut in half because I, I got a disability package and Social Security. I'll just have Social Security then. Um, my plans for the future are going to include several things. Patreon is going to become a big part of my life because I'm going to set up, I just recently pulled up, I, I bought the real full-blown version of Zoom and I'm going to start teaching. And the, the, the possibilities of sitting with nine people in a circle like this and teaching is just very, that gives me shivers. That's what I love about life. So that's my plan, I, I guess. I'm going to keep writing. Um, I'm probably not going to make another CD. I have three CDs, and uh, um, I've got 300 of the last CD in my in my storage unit right now because no one buys them anymore. But I love every one of them, but uh, they're they're an albatross now. So, well, thank you, Bill, for sharing such a moving song that was just really powerful. So, thanks. I appreciate everybody here. It's good to be with you. All right. Uh, next up, we've got Jeannie Macadera. Jeannie, welcome back. Thank you. Great to be back. I think and, we were just—I was just here. <laughs> you were just here, just last yeah. week. Yeah. yeah. And so, and in fact, as of the recording of this, I yes. have not posted your episode right. yet. So, uh, yeah, but, but I'm that just will pretending be pretending like we're. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll, we'll get yours out. We'll get yours out. Uh, I think tomorrow. Tomorrow is my plan to have it out. Awesome. But, uh, um, so. Is there anything you want to say about this next song before? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, so, um, well, a couple things. Number one, when you asked me to, or when you proposed this thing and said, hey, we're all getting back together and playing our favorite songs from 2020 you know, that we wrote, um, I was like, oh, yeah, sure. And, and, then, <laughs> and then I looked back. I said, sure, I'll do it. And then I looked back and I realized that I, other than the song that I wrote for the podcast I only wrote one song this year and actually I wrote it with you so David so um so it was part of it was for your song a day January and um you know we uh you did some co-writing then and and invited me to do that so we wrote the song together it's called debris of memory all right and even if even if it wasn't the only song if it hadn't been the only song I'd written in 2020, I, it would probably be one of my favorites anyway, because I, I do really like this song. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, we're going to hear uh, Debris of Memory by Jeannie McAdara, co-written David with Coyle. David Coyle. <laughs> but you're performing it, so that's the, that's the key. All right, uh, here we go. Met a dog on the street He stopped to say hello Checked her tag for a name It was a name from long ago Then I heard a voice call out Hey, it's time to go That's when I saw you In my mind's eye I held you again Flipping through the pages 
Our deathbeds will be thirsty Falling from the spine The ticket old and dusty I remember all the music You never saw the show I felt an echo of you in my arms. I heard you again. And everywhere I look, I see a smear of paint or a grocery store receipt that I thought I'd thrown away. Shoelaces and hair ties, guitar picks in the couch, the debris of memory. They get so heavy, these tokens of you, why can't I let go? And everywhere I look, I see a smear of paint, or a grocery store receipt, that I thought I'd thrown away. Shoelaces and hair ties, guitar picks in the couch, the debris of memory. Shuffling through the desk, a tattered old address book, I saw your number there. I sure wish I could call you. Thanks. Well, I'm 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 really happy that you brought that in because that would have been in contention for my choice of of, of possibly <laughs> the best song that I wrote um, as well. So, but uh, oh, do you want to talk a little bit about the making? Sure. Of? Well, I'll I'll start by apologizing for the production quality. I am just learning how to do home recording and like and just for demo purposes, but I clearly don't quite have the have the levels and stuff and my microphone isn't necessarily the greatest either so that's all right it was fine but um uh the song so I just distinctly remember you coming over we had planned to write this song together this was in the before times this was like that's, that's right. yeah January and uh and um so it was really nice the way like I hadn't really co-written a song well, I've had co-written songs before, but in a kind of a different situation. So this is the first time I'd co-written a song with like a friend, and um, and uh, so it was it was it was really neat to hear your suggestions of wanting to. You wanted you were the one who wanted to get really specific on details. So 
And I don't even remember how we came up with the theme of the song, but do you like? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, this okay, is all right. You, yeah, you my talk my, to my favorite way of doing co-writes is basically just to have a conversation with the person, right. and that's what we did. We had a conversation. I think did we go out for coffee first, or I can't remember. No, but I we, think we just hung out at my house. We just hung yeah. out and talked. But yeah. I mean, that was how it was. We just hung out and talked, and yeah. then and then basically we just built it out of stuff that. It, yeah. I mean, we had a really good conversation, and we just built yeah. it out of stuff that we had been talking about, and it was. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, to me, that's ideal. You just, you just have a good, good fun talk with the person and then boom, you know, you, all these things are popping out anyway. And yeah, yeah. That's kind of how it worked. Uh, That's, that's. Yeah. So it felt really good about, like you said, the details and stuff. And then, um, and then I know, I don't know. I remember, I just remember it was really fun to kind of have that back and forth and that trading on, on writing. And I, I, I was pretty happy with how it turned out. And, um, and I think, I tend towards melancholy, so <laughs> we ended up with a very melancholy song. But um, but I thought you know, thought it worked pretty well. I'm a fan of melancholy too. So. Yeah, you know. So so anyway, so I'm excited about that song. I like it. It's fun to play, for sure. Yeah, yeah. It was beautiful, Jamie. I oh, I love I love the shoelace hair tie guitar pick in the couch. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That was that was awesome. Thank you. Well, I think the shoelaces and hair ties might have been David, and I think the guitar pick in the couch. Was, I don't know. I don't. I don't remember anymore. Uh, it's all. It yeah. all kind of we jumbled together. We were, yeah. we were looking for small details to throw in there. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Mm. Cool. Thanks. Well, so um, so you didn't write a lot of songs this this no. year in 2020. Yeah. What what are your plans for 2021? Yeah. So, I mean, it, it was comforting, although I'm not sure that I'm h- happy to hear it, but it was comforting to hear that maybe some other people also struggled with writing and with connecting with music and stuff in, in uh, 2020, because I certainly really struggled with it. And, um, and I thought that the beginning of 2020, um, so I sort of suffered a fairly significant musical setback in 2019 when um, my writing partner and my band broke up and like there was a whole thing and so at the beginning of 2020 I was just getting back into it and I was learning to play I was starting to play out solo um and then that all stopped and kind of took the felt like the swept the rug out from under me a second time so um so I think my I like others have said, I'm not a big resolution person. I don't like make promises that I'm then going to set myself up to not keep, but I do like to, um, I like to express hopes for, for the coming year. And so um, my hope and what I'm, I am going to work towards this is to sort of reconnect with music and with songwriting and, um, and uh, kind of not, not let the <clears throat> you know, nature pours a vacuum and things, things come in to fill in the, the gaps if you're not doing something. And I, you know, I'm going to work on fighting that and pushing that back so that I can make room for music again in 2021. That's, that's, and boy, do I hope that we can all be together at song school. Oh Really need that. So you've got an album. Do you want to promote that or promote your website? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I did release an album in February of this year. I mean, it's a kind of like an EP. Um, and it was my uh, first project on my, under my sort of solo, uh, as a solo artist. And, um, so it's called no such thing as forever. 
and um, and you can find it on Spotify or all of the streaming services um, under Jeannie Macadera. Um, and my website is geniemacaderamusic.com. And uh, I, I guess John Bunsley spelled his name. So J-E-A-N-N-E-M-C-A-D-A-R-A.com or music.com. <laughs> Well, Jeannie, thank you so much for sharing that song. I'm, I'm glad oh, I'm glad it got on here because I know for my own song, I, I decided not to pick any of the co-writes, even though a, a lot of the co-writes I did this year were just, they were just better than what I was writing. So um, <laughs> co-writes are good. Yeah, co-writes are good. Um, all right. Uh, well, next on the docket, we got Terry Sunflower. Yay. Hey. <laughs> All right. Well, so we've got When She Sings by Terry Sunflower. Terry, did you want to say anything before we play it? No, go ahead. Here's When She Sings by Terry Sunflower. Hope you don't have. Too many regrets Name a kid after me One of your pets That way You'll never forget I was the star That never got cast Your own dreams You had to outlast But you know life It can go pretty fast Like the sound the hummingbird sings a song without a word the fluttering of her wings she is heard Ooh, when she sings there's a soft expression for death If you let 
My ashes get too far away, let them breathe what you need today. Like the sound of a hummingbird sings a song without a word, the fluttering of her wings, she is heard. great yeah. <laughs> thank you what was that first uh what was the first uh um the first few lines again i hope you don't have too many regrets name a kid after me or one of your pets that way you will never forget uh, that's... and then it goes on <laughs> yeah uh... but that's yeah 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 uh <laughs> Tell us, tell us more. Tell us how you came up with this wonderful song. Um, well, it's it's a bit it's a bit complicated, but there's three prompts in this song, and they are let's see, they are um, cast your own, and and that that's from um, Soul Writers. So you had to do it. You had to do cast your own, but I did it in two different lines, which is um, allowable. I was the star that never got cast. Your own dreams you had to outlast. Um, and then there was also a prompt for a euphemism. And I got a little nerdy about that. Let me tell you. Um, <laughs> so I looked up what a euphemism is and it's a soft expression. One of the definitions is a soft expression and so so I did a euphemism for death, which is when you take your last breath. But I started that verse with, there's a soft expression for death, the, the one where you take your last breath. And, and I don't know if anybody in the Soul Writers really got that, that I did kind of a double, <laughs> a nerdy euphemism thing, but I really had fun doing that. And then, and then the third prompt was Hummingbird. And, and it, that was from a different group that I'm in but it all ended in the same week. So it was a little struggle to get started. Like, where do you go with all that? But I'd had a conversation with somebody recently about having no regrets. Um, when someone died that was very close to me, I had no regrets. And, and that made me think about regrets. And, and, and so the songs really written, the narrator is on the other side of the veil. Um, just kind of saying, I, I hope you didn't have too many regrets. And, and so it's, so it's a story based on regrets or, or not and being heard and, um, and music, you know, so there's so many parts that it's part me, it's part autobiographical, it's part biographical. Um, 
and three prompts. So <laughs> I think that's where I'll leave that. I liked, Terry, I liked the part where you mentioned that I think all my songs are in that jar. And then later on, you kind of make a reference. It sounds like you're scattering ashes and like out of that jar. And I don't, or I don't know if that was intentional, but I kind of, I like, I also like songs about death. So, <laughs> so yeah. Well, well, right. So, so, yeah. so it is, it's, it's kind of, um, yeah, it's kind of that you got yeah. it really yeah. that you, you nailed that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like, it was really nice. Thank was you. Good, good imagery. And Terry, I love how you set up the payoff line with the ooze tapering mm -hmm. off and then delivering the very quietly and she sings. And then I loved how you treated it at the end too. So that was a real, those are really special moments for me. Mm. Thank you, Susan. I, I just have to say, as as a as a newer songwriter, really writing a lot of songs the last three years, I love it when people do the oohs and the ahs. Mm. But I was never confident enough that I could like I could fill your airways with an ooh. Like, don't I have to be giving you information all the time? And and so to be able, that was like my first ooh song. And and if when you said favorite. You know what's your favorite song? I think that's I think that's why I picked it. It's like I did an ooh song. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. You pulled well, it was, off. By the way, I just want to I just want to salute uh, uh, Terry, you and you and Susan for being like these songwriting acrobats because you're taking like all these like two or th two to four prompts and and you're like. <laughs> You know, you're you're like you you know play play your guitar while you're bent over backwards while you know reciting the <laughs> reciting the alphabet every other letter at a time. You know, I mean, it's like you guys are coming up with some great stuff, and like and and I'm surprised surprised you haven't cracked under the strain of of these of these uh, these prompts. Wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes there are messages like. What are we gonna do with this prompt? Oh my God! Do you have anything yet? No. Well, maybe the maybe the purpose is to, is to break you, and then you'll write your you know your your uh, complete masterpiece because you've gone insane from, yeah. from trying to juggle all the different prompts. Uh, but great stuff, great stuff. Terry, do you do you want to talk about your uh, your goals for twenty twenty one? Yeah, um, I do. Yeah, I will. Um, I'm kind, I don't know how many songs everybody has written on this group, but I've written a lot. And this year has been very prolific for me. I had a, I had a spell when, when the pandemic first hit that I kind of shut down, but I signed up for a songwriting class and then had to go for it. So that helped um, get me restarted, but I counted and I, it's upwards of 70 songs this year. Wow. Holy wow. Holy wow. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and then I, and then I counted to like maybe 30 that I would play again, you know, play again. And then, and then I counted down to like maybe 10 that I really, really liked. And, and I thought, Oh, 10. Okay. Maybe I could think about recording next year. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, so I, I do have one album out. It's called Sunflowers Debut and it's definitely a debut. And, and, and I've, I've learned so much since then. And, so I do want to record again. And um, so, so goals are, are to start recording in 2021. Um, I'm going to get a MacBook. I'm going to do some more things that, that Jeannie and Susan and, and John are doing um, to record a little bit at home. But also, 
I said this on the podcast that I just started a band. I just formed my very first band. Aww. We had our, yeah, we had our first practice March 11th. Mm. We had our last practice March 11th. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, you know, I got really down about that. That really bummed me. And I thought, well, just forget it. I'll just, you know, do the solo thing. But as the years worn on, not, I kind of like to do that. I like to get them back, see if they're willing. And if not, I'll throw it out there to the universe that maybe um, could do some, some band stuff. Um, so, so that's, that's, that's a lot. That's, that's, that's a lot to fill up my year. And I'm, I'm happy with that. And I'm really grateful to you for even suggesting this, um, that we get together and talk about our goals for 2021. It's like, oh, okay. Yes. We're, we're moving forward. There is a new year and yay. Thank you, David. Oh, thank you so much for coming. And uh, yeah, I, th I hope that sharing these goals and stuff, that's, I, I like that it's having a positive effect. So yeah, very oh. much. Thank hey, you. Where, where can somebody get Sunflower's debut? Oh, I, so I've got a website, terrysunflower.com, Terry, T-E-R-R-I, Sunflower. Um, and I'm on all the socials that, that EP went out on this all the places you can listen um but i do have i only got 100 cds bill i wasn't as ambitious as you so i have a few left if anybody wants to buy one terrysunflower.com all right yeah and actually speaking of that bill uh did, did we get your website when we were uh, talking? i didn't say it, it it's uh uh it's p-u-t-s-i-e-c-a-t.com putsycat.com Putsy was a cat that an orange tabby I had for 17 and a half years. She was my Aww. manager for all those years. <laughs> I mean, get good games, but uh, she got a lot of treats. By yeah, the way, yeah. I wanted to share something with, there's been a few comments here and I understand, I really understand about CDs not being a really marketable commodity these days and such. Yeah. And I wanted to just say two brief things about that. One, I fervently with all of my heart hope that everybody everywhere, you guys, Taylor Swift and everybody in between continues to make records no matter what the distribution thing is because there's something about mm -hmm. a group of songs that are made to belong together yep. that I think are special. The second thing I want to say is, and this goes back to my comment about artwork earlier, at this point in time, the artwork that you put on your CD is more important than it ever could be. And not just on the packaging, but on the actual CD surface itself. I've sold quite a number of CDs because I have a beautiful painting um, by a friend of mine on my discs. And I sell them in packages of six. I say, look, it doesn't matter if you like the music or not, but look at what great coasters these make. So I just wanted <laughs> yeah. to share that with you. <laughs> Thank you, John. Uh, Thank you. Lovely. <laughs> and and I, I, will, I would love to say that on my CD, the artwork front and back cover was done watercolors by my granddaughter, Isabel Strother. She's 20 years old and is a wonderful artist. Thank you, John, for saying that because it's beautiful. I love it. Uh, I told her Sunflower's debut and she drew this beautiful sunflower with in different parts of its buddingness and bloomingness and it's just gorgeous. So yeah, CDs can be artwork and coasters and wonderful things to listen to all right well that brings us to bj Souter. okay so we have uh the song white out of black by bj Souter. is there anything you'd like to say before we play it i don't have anything to say about my song ahead of time so all right the song is white out of black 
by B.J. Suter. You were fire to my eyes A blazing flame, a brilliant orange Threatening to melt my frozen blue Opposites yearning to attract One touch, no turning back Just waiting for Just waiting for Just waiting for our cue To take the next step Forward or back Breathe in the next breath Dissolved my empty days turned gray I cooled your rage to desire We healed and filled each other One touch, no turning back no more waiting for, no more waiting for, no waiting for our cue to take the next step forward or back. song so true and we take the next step forward or back breathe in the next breath create
Lovely so beautiful. song. Yeah. That that little thing that you Thanks. did with the guitar on the bridge there. I mean, the bridge just that if that was a uh, oh. would you call it a bridge? Yeah. The, the I mean that was yeah. that was really striking. It was awesome. It sound it sounded like here's this very very ethereal simple acoustic recording and all of a sudden it sounded like there was an effect on the acoustic guitar and it took me a minute to realize it was just this really rapid you know picking thing that you were doing setting up that rhythm it was very cool mm -hmm. thank you i was i was hearing hammer dulcimer myself but it was very very romantic yeah very lush and romantic so yeah hammer, hammer dulcimer would be <laughs> pick up with that Okay, I'll yeah. think about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really enjoyed the line about uh, no longer waiting for our cue. Yeah, it really stuck out. Get some. No longer waiting for you to find me. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that ship sailed. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I I loved that very first line. You're the fire to my ice. That was. Is, is that. Do I have that right? Yeah. 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 That line made and, me melt. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, why don't you tell us a little bit about it, BJ? How did you uh, come up with the song? Well, I've been writing a song a week for about the last three years. Prior to that, I had written maybe 10 songs. But then I found out a friend of mine had written a song a week and she ended up coming up with two albums out of it. So I thought, well, maybe I can do that. <laughs> so I did. And uh, so now it's been a while. I mean, I wrote this one about maybe four weeks ago. Hmm. And uh, I had just written the song using a partial capo. So I thought, oh, I'll write another one with that just for fun. So that's where I kind of got the guitar opening. The light just went off. And uh, then I just came up with the line, you were fire to my eyes. I usually don't know what I'm writing about until I start writing. So, and I'm also, I tend to procrastinate since I have to do a song a week and I have a, an accountability buddy so I usually wait until Friday, Saturday, <laughs> Monday. So it kind of gets to the point where I have to write something. <laughs> and this song just kind of developed out of nowhere. And that's the way a lot of my songs, I, I don't know where they come from. I just start writing. Yay. Well, it worked. Yeah. You came up with a good, that was just lovely, lovely song. Beautiful. So what? Uh, so what's next for you, BJ? What are you? What are you doing in 2021? What are your plans? I have all sorts of aspirations, imaginations. <laughs> um, since I I don't have, I'm not on social media at all. I've written all these songs, and mostly the only people who have heard them are a few close friends. I've decided maybe it's time to get a website and get some of my music out. So the next step also would be to actually do a little more professional recordings of my songs other than me sitting on my bed with my laptop and garage band. <laughs> and then I'd, uh, I've been talking about this for a number of years. I want to write a musical. 
Mm. Ah, I'm going to cool. do it this year. <laughs> awesome. So. Well, those are, those are fine, fine aspirations. So, um, and this, this goes for, for, for you, BJ, but everybody here that if you, any of you come out with an album this year, uh, uh, getting, I'd love to have you back on the show. So, I mean, I'll probably hit you up to be back on the show for maybe some get togethers like this again, but, uh, but just to do another solo show where we can focus on, uh, anything new that you have coming out. So, well, all right. Uh, thank you, BJ. That was just, just a gorgeous, gorgeous song. Thank you. And, uh, I guess that brings us to me. I, I wrote this also for last from last January uh, during my Song a Day January project. I think it was probably around day 25, day 26, something like that. Uh, and this sucker is called Chasing. Spent a lifetime chasing paper Chasing paper was all that I knew Tried to change, tried to tame paper airplanes Paper airplanes don't fly They just look pretty As they fall to the ground Going round, I would reach for the brass ring Thought I wanted to have a free ride With the brass ring I'd be safe and stable But in that ring, the horses just go in circles They don't go up and down Take your money Then they'll tell you to get some more When you ask them why all the money They'll shake their heads and say We don't know What the money's for Chasing freight trains With the vagabonds, vagrants and tramps Travel the world but if I get bored I can up another train Traveling down A different track
Thank you, thank you. So I'm so glad that uh, that Jeannie brought in that other song, um, because that 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 plays a that plays a large part in the creation of this song. <laughs> because um, I I was I was kind of wrecked after we wrote Debris of Memory because I was obsessed with it for days because I was like. <laughs> this is such a good song and i was thinking i can't write songs this good and i was thinking oh my god i was thinking i i, I was just like can i write something that i like this much um with without writing it as a co-write you know and i just was yeah so like the next i think the next three out of four songs that i wrote in january because i was doing them you know one every day um I was really trying to kind of compete with that song and, and try to find a way to do something that captured kind of that feel. Um, and I think of the, of the three, there was three in a row that I thought were kind of going for that. And I think this one kind of captured that kind of melancholy feel the closest. Um, yeah. And so, yeah. So, I mean, it was, uh, I just was, yeah, and checks out. It checks out. It's melancholy. It checks <laughs> exactly. out. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's a very melancholy song. And it yeah. doesn't even have a I know I, I got a good response from people on this, and, and a lot of people want to build like a traditional chorus, a bunch of traditional choruses into this. And I I hesitate to do that. I actually really like it without having a traditional chorus because I think yeah. it kind of it leaves you grasping for more and uh that feeling yeah. of longing. Um chasing freight trains chasing yeah chase, yeah well and i great. love the yeah chasing paper and then chasing that brass ring and then chasing the freight trains it's a nice uh it passes that um in song school the pat pattison thing about the the boxes getting bigger you know the like the where each each verse has more weight to it Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know. It feels like somehow. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I haven't taken Patterson's class yet, so I, I don't know. Uh, That's you don't need to. You got it, I guess. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, <this is laughs> pretty, good, pretty good class. Well, I, I know I, I have a... The... Oh, go ahead. Paris. Sorry, I enjoyed the talk of paper airplanes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a... I'm trying to think. There's a story behind that. Well, one is that I use the word taming paper tried to tame paper airplanes and i have a song that i wrote this was back when i was doing a bunch of really distorted kind of lo-fi stuff back in uh not necessarily intentionally but back in the early 2000s and i wrote a song called uh a very tom waits inspired song with scat singing and all sorts of things like that uh that was called chasing or sorry ta airplane taming and it's sort of a little bit about my dad too but anyway i i just like i appropriated that that rhyme i guess um that picking pattern oh my gosh that's going to be in my head i love it yeah oh thank you uh you know i i will say this that i i spent a couple hours trying to record that song that i just played and I ended up just stealing the audio from January because I could not get the pattern. But thank you. I like that pattern a lot, too. I, I wish I could actually play it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so, Dave, what are your goals for 2021? Yeah. Well, Great number, question. Number one goal is to keep this podcast going because it has Yay. been just a really, really fun. It has been so cool 
uh, being able to talk to all of you and and learn learn all of your songwriting secrets and and hear all sorts of great stories as well. And uh, I've I've been enjoying enjoying the heck out of that. Um, I'm going to also do uh, Song of Day January again. It's going to be a slightly modified version, but that's going to be starting here in January. Uh, but that means I'll be producing a song every day. I think in, in the last three years, it's been a new song written every day. Uh, this year, I think because I'm doing this podcast, I'm going to try to do this podcast during January as well. I'm going to do a couple covers because I had uh, I'd started a cover song project back in the summer that I didn't finish. So I'm going to continue that. Um, and then uh, I've had some requests from folks that I do some live stuff. So I'm going to try to play the songs that I've been writing for the podcast and do a live uh, streaming show. And then, um, and I do want to do a bunch of co-writes. I've been trying to figure out how to do co-writes this year, since I think doing co-writes remotely, uh, virtually is, it's hard to do that I think it's extra hard to do that in one day. I, I uh, Whenever I've done a co-write virtually, it's been really tough to do it in one day. But I have a gimmick. And the gimmick is this, to do a live streaming co-write with <laughs> oh. people. And we'll have the audience, you know, people can give suggestions and whatnot. Yeah, I know. I see John shaking his head. I know John doesn't like my exhibitionist tendencies because, you know, I'm... I tend to be willing to fall on my flat on my face, I guess, but no, I just like my own exhibitionist tendencies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think exhibitionists are always fighting with each other, right? You know? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, but I will say, if any of you want to uh, do a co-write in January with me, and you want to do a live streaming co-write, let's uh, <laughs> let me know. I don't. I, I'm really I, busy with work in January. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So. No, I just um but but there are also some i think there you know some of the other stuff is i may try to take some old songs uh because i think when you're writing a lot of songs which i've been the last three years uh it is kind of hard to sit down and really to edit them and develop them so i just like a lot of you i i feel studio minded i'd really like to i mean this year i was supposed to that was my goal was to try to get some you know recordings that I could sell. <laughs> and, um, and originally I had set up some stuff. I had somebody's basement that I was going to use. And we, it was like a treated basement and try to do it on the cheap with them, but also save up money to do a little bit more professional job and just sort of mix them, mix and match the, the stuff. Uh, but I think home recording may be the bigger thing right now. So I'm going to try to do some home recording uh, and get some better equipment. And then uh I don't know, get ready for the, get ready for when live music season comes back, you know, I really want to get those. Be nice? Yeah. Oh, won't it? Yeah. So nice. yeah. Yeah. And get those set lists ready. I think that's, I've got, I, I was trying to do that last summer. I did some, uh, I did kind of a chronological review of, of music that I'd done and they were all like these hour long live streaming things. And so I went chronologically through all of my songs or all the songs that I felt fit to play. And, uh, and they, they actually made really good set lists, I think. And, and so just learning those, I, I, I just need to learn those a lot better because uh, I, I spend so much time reading the lyrics off the sheet right now. And you can get away with that a little bit easier, I think, when you're online like this too. Um, yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to the new year. I think, uh, you know, even though it's been a struggle this year, I think it's it's forced me and a lot of people to experiment with things they wouldn't have tried before. And 
and and found a lot of really really cool really cool cool alternatives things that'll supplement whatever you used to do or whatever you will be doing in the future so but whatever the case i i most of all i just really for 2020 i'm so happy that i i, I got to spend time with you all doing this this program and uh I, I look forward to doing more with you in the future and uh, i hope to invite you all back uh for various kind of you know, I, I maybe quarterly I'll be doing some sort of like song circle like this. I don't know if I'll be able to fit everybody in because I'll the the number of people that'll be coming will be growing <laughs> exponentially, possibly. You know, depending on whether we all get along. But uh, oh, we're OG. That's yeah, right. right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, right. So I'm actually really grateful for you, like to you yeah. for not just inviting me and others to participate in the individual podcast, but but for doing this. Like this yeah. is. This is really neat to yeah. sort of spend time with some other songwriters. Oh yeah, um, you know, and well, we do see have some a... faces that uh, just makes me happy to see. So, well, I think that's a wrap. Uh, we're just let me let me do my little outro here. All right, folks, my uh, guest next week is going to be Timmy Reardon. You've probably heard his name come up in several episodes because he's the mastermind behind the Fearless Songwriting Program. And he is the the king of, of songwriting prompts. So you'll definitely want to catch up, catch up with him. I'll be posting the prompts this weekend. Or no, actually, no, I'm sorry. We won't be posting prompts because I'll actually be pulling for, for January. I will be pulling, pulling all of our guests from the Fearless Songwriting uh, Week, uh, which is the first full week of January, and they'll have a prompt every day. And I don't what I don't know what those are going to be. So uh, uh, we'll we'll let you know when we're a little bit closer to the uh, to the episode. But uh, but get ready, we're going to have some uh, cool stuff coming up. And also, yeah, just song a day January. Keep your eyes open for that. I'll be putting out something every day, both on Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube and uh, a couple other places I can't think of right now. So if you're interested in getting in touch with me, if you've got, if you want to write a song based on any of the prompts from previous episodes and you're interested in uh, putting it out there, feel free to send me an MP3 at rawsongwriting at gmail.com or post it on my, uh, my Facebook page, which is Dave Coyle's Musical Extravaganza. And uh, we, can, we can take a look at that, maybe even talk about it on the show. If you're interested in supporting the show, I do have a Venmo at Dave Coyle, or you can send it through PayPal at paypal.me slash Dave Coyle. And uh, in the meantime, keep your songwriting raw and riveting. Conditions were